Hey there, thanks for checking out the Ike Wingate Morning Show podcast. Well, you've thought about doing your own podcast, let me tell you, it's not near as hard as it used to be. I launched a podcast back in 2008, and it was crazy difficult to get it listed everywhere where listeners were, which back then wasn't really that many places. But now, podcasts are everywhere, and with a platform like Buzzsprout, you can be all over the place with one click, plus a great-looking website, analytics, and more. That's why... We use Buzzsprout. So follow the link in the show notes, and that'll let Buzzsprout know that we sent you, and you'll get a $20 credit if you sign up for a paid plan. Plus, it helps support our show as well. Again, down in the show notes with Buzzsprout. Let's go. All right. Go ahead. The time is now. Let's do it. Here we go. This is the Ike Wingate Show. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Join the show now. Text 870-505-1518. Ladies and gentlemen, here's your host. Ike Wingate. Ike Wingate. Ike Wingate. Good morning and welcome to another day, another show. Happy Wednesday to you. Here we are on June 7th, 2023. Coming up, celebrity birthdays. This day in history, random facts as well, plus headlines from around the world, and unruly plane passengers. The odds of one getting on your flight have increased over the last couple years. Plus, the boxhead burglar gives himself away, and kids cheating with chat GPT. We're going to get to all that and more on the show today. It's being brought to you by Thurman and Flanagan, attorneys at law, online at ozarkjustice.com or give them a call, 479-253-1234. Good morning to you. Time now for your celebrity birthday. Sway Lee from Ray Schremerd is 29. I don't even know who that is. Uh, Emily Ratajowski, model. You remember her from the Blurred Lines video? 32 today. Poppy Drayton, who played Abigail on Charmed, is 32. Fetty Wap. <laughs> okay. Uh, singer. Singer, rapper, 32. Iggy Azalea, singer, 33. Michael Sarah, who's on Arrested Development, Superbad, Juno, and more, 35 today. Anna Kornikova, the tennis star, yes, and she's still married to Enrique, 42. Bill Hader from Saturday Night Live, also in the, what is it called, uh, Barry on HBO Max. They call it, they're just calling it Max now, by the way. Uh, 45 today. Allen Iverson, former NBA star, is 48. Bear Grylls, the Survivor Man, 49. Let's see, Carl Urban, who is an actor that plays Dr. McCoy in the newer Star Trek movies, and Billy Butcher on Amazon's The Boys, is 51. Dave Navarro. Former guitarist from Red Hot Chili Peppers is 56. Mick Foley, former WWF WWE superstar, best-selling author, 58 today. Mike Pence, former vice president, is 64. I believe he's about to announce he's running for president. Maybe he has already. Liam Neeson, actor. I have a very unique set of skills. Is 71 today. Jenny Jones, known for an unaired episode of her talk show where a guy named Scott... Amador confessed his love to his straight friend. I don't know what that's about. 77 today, Sir Tom Jones is 83. And on this day in history in 1769, Daniel Boone started exploring Kentucky. In 1925, Mo Howard of the Three Stooges married Helen Schonberger. And they were married for 50 years until he died in 1975. Vatican City, 
1929 became its own independent country. The Supreme Court of the United States ruled out that it was legal for married couples to use contraceptives. They ruled that it was legal. Okay, that happened on this date in 1965. In 1975, Sony introduced the Betamax video cassette recorder to the public and it cost $995. In 1980, Mel Gibson married Robin Moore and they were together for 29 years, had seven kids together. Priscilla Presley opened Graceland on this date in 1982 to the public five years after her dad's death. I'm sorry, her husband's death. Uh, Let's see here. The Goonies classic hit theaters in 1985. In 1993, Prince celebrated his birthday by changing his name to that unpronounceable symbol. (laughs) Okay. In 1993, Woody Allen lost his bitter custody battle with Mia Farrow. The movie The Rock was released in 1996, starring Sean Connolly and Nicolas Cage. The FBI put Osama bin Laden on the 10 most wanted list on this date in 1999. Brett Michaels was injured after performing at the Tony Awards when a set piece fell on his head while he was exiting the stage. That happened in 2009. And in 2015... Horror legend Christopher Lee passed away at the age of 93. He played Dracula, evil wizard Saruman on the Lord of the Rings and Hobbit movies, Sith Lord Count Dooku in the Star Wars prequels, and a Bond villain in The Man with the Golden Gun. Those are your celebrity birthdays and this day in history. Good morning. And a very pleasant good morning. Time now for your random facts. The deepest spot on Earth is the Challenger Deep. It's approximately 11 kilometers below the surface of the ocean. I read somewhere uh, the other day that China, they're trying to drill the deepest hole in the world. Something like that, like uh, 11,000, is it 11,000 kilometers? No, I don't know. Can't remember. Wow. It it was something like over seven, they they were planning to go over seven miles deep. That's what it was, okay? Anyway, I don't know what they're doing, but uh, they're doing something. And that's all I have to say about that. One nautical knot equates to 1.15 miles per hour. Okay, so when someone's like, oh, go to the port side, five knots. They're really saying, you know, whatever that is times, it's five times 1.15. So it's a little more than a mile per hour. So 10 knots would be something like, you know, closer to, what, 11 miles per hour? Something like that? I don't know. Do, do the math. <laughs> the human eye blinks an average of 4.2, uh, 4.2 million times a year, which corresponds to about 12,000 times a day. There are 293 ways to make change for a dollar. That's one you need. To, I mean, that'll impress your friends. How many ways? How many ways do you think that you can make change for a dollar. Well, no one's going to guess that. It's 293 different ways. Your next random fact. The internet was originally called ARPANET, which stood for Advanced Research Projects Agency Network. And it was designed by the U.S. Department of Defense, despite what Al Gore says. 
And your final random fact here, there are more microbes on one person's hand than there are people on the planet. That's kind of gross. Those are your random facts. Good morning. And a very pleasant good morning to you. This hour, of course, brought to you by Thurman and Flanagan, attorneys at law, online at ozarkjustice.com, or give them a call, 479-253-1234. Well, let's get a look now at your headlines from around the world. For the PGA Tour and LIV Golf, the Live Tour, teeing off together. Yeah, in an unexpected collaboration, the legacy organization and the Saudi-backed upstart that sent the industry into chaos have agreed to partner or merge, as some are calling it, even though the PGA said it is not an official merger. It's, of course, ending a divide that has dominated the sport for the past year. The agreement combines the golf-related business from Saudi Arabia's Southern Wealth Fund with the commercial and business rights of the PGA Tour and a third circuit, the DP World Tour, into a collectively owned, as yet unnamed, for-profit entity. The SEC sued Coinbase, alleging it violated rules that uh, required submitting to federal oversight. The agency claims that U.S. the U.S.'s largest crypto platform traded at least 13 crypto assets that are securities and should have been registered with regulators before they were issued. Coinbase said it plans to continue the op- to operate uh, as usual. Okay, well, we'll see what happens with that. The next... Headline, Ukraine's options for a counteroffensive narrowed after the destruction of a major dam and power station in a Russian-occupied area that uh, caused serious flooding. Each county, I'm sorry, each country blames the other one for the incident. Intelligence agencies, including in the U.S., are trying to determine who's responsible and leaning toward Moscow, according to a Western official. The burst dam could win Russia time to reconfigure its defenses. Thousands of people from dozens of towns and villages on that river had to be evacuated. That's according to Kiev. Okay, what else we got? Got whole milk? Schools might soon say yes. A House committee approved a bill that would allow cafeterias to serve full fat and 2% milk. Milk. (laughs) Supporters, including the dairy industry, say that students are more likely to drink milk when it tastes better. Imagine that. Opponents say that children can get the same nutrients from lower-fat milk. The USDA's school meals program has banned whole and 2% milk since 2012 when new national dietary guidelines took effect recommending children over age 2 drink non-fat or 1% milk to limit their saturated fat intake. Uh, Take the fat out of something else. 1% milk? Come on. Come on. No way. All right. Not that I drink a lot of milk, but, you know, kids love milk. Anyway, all right, those are your headlines. Good morning. And a very pleasant good morning to you. Hope you're having a great Wednesday morning as we get over the hump here and headed into the Ice Cream Social Weekend, right? And you traveling anytime soon? I don't know if you've uh, been paying attention, but it seems like we get more and more of these unruly passenger reports from various airlines and various flights around the world. And, you know, I swear, I would would bet it all started, it, it, it went up during the COVID time frame when people had to start wearing masks on planes, it's already, you know, feels a bit claustrophobic to a lot of people on a plane, myself included. And then when you put a mask on, it was just, I don't know. I think people kind of started going nuts. That's just that's just my unscientific theory um, on, on a plane. It seems like that's when stuff really started to get crazy. I mean, they had to quit serving alcohol 
on on some uh, airlines because people just kept getting out ahead. Or maybe people were just stressed out. And when they were put in a stressful situation, crunched in a small area with a lot of people, a lot of strangers, maybe they just snapped. I don't know. But a new report has found that bad behavior on planes is still happening more and more. There was one unruly passenger incident for every 568 flights worldwide last year, which is one in every 835 the year before. Okay. Verbal abuse and drunk people are two of the main culprits, but not following the airline's rules ranked first for unruly passengers. So you used to be able to get on 835 flights before you saw an incident, basically. Now it's 568. So the odds are increasing for for seeing an unruly passenger. The most common types of non-compliance are smoking or vaping on board. Really? Can you imagine someone lights up a cigarette on a, on a flight? What would happen? I mean, seriously, is that, can you, yeah, can you take a lighter on a plane? Anyway, but vaping, people vape everywhere. Yeah, that, uh, that would not be a pleasant thing inside that space. Refusing to keep seatbelts on. Baggage issues like getting caught with a carry-on you didn't pay for and drinking booze you bought at the duty-free store. Okay. In related news, someone combed Twitter to find the weirdest and funniest things that have caused flight delays recently. A fist fight on the jetway caused a delay recently. Someone airdropped passengers' photos of a plane crash. Yeah, you know you can airdrop on the Apple iPhone, and basically people have to accept it uh, for the most part. I've heard of multiple things being airdropped on on airplanes, by the way. Uh, But they actually airdropped photos of a plane crash, which is terrible. Terrible timing. Uh, someone's emotional support dog wouldn't stop barking. That caused a delay. Before takeoff, a passenger removed an exit door and ran off with it. That Yeah, that caused a delay. A passenger spilled a bunch of rice in the aisle, and the crew refused to leave until the person cleaned it up. We will not, we'll turn this plane around. Uh, the pilot left his glasses on another plane. That's a reason for a delay. Uh, Another delay was caused when a fish incident happened in the cargo hold. No idea what that means. Uh, Another incident was the crew realized the food carts on board were too wide for the aisles. Would they get a new food cart or something? And one flight was delayed because a tray table, one tray table was broken. You can't take off if the tray table's not fixed. And finally, a delay was caused by someone spotting a pothole on the runway. Yeah, I can see why. All right, good morning. It's time for Stranger Than Fiction. Well, it's like breaking into the bank with gloves on, but then removing them to, well, you know, put your thumbprint down on the counter. Last weekend, a man robbed a cell phone repair store in Florida. He was wearing a cardboard box on his head. He was seen on security cameras walking around with a box on his head, smashing display cases and stealing phones. But strangely, he raised the box at one point and showed his face. The police used the image to identify him as 33-year-old Claude Griffin, and he was arrested later that very same day. He was charged with grand theft, burglary, criminal mischief, cocaine possession, and resisting an officer, and an unauthorized raising of a box. I don't know. He stole 19 phones, 8 grand in cash, and it's unclear how much of it was actually recovered. It was a total value of 15 
$5,000. You would think, I mean, come on, can't you just afford a a better disguise? I mean, a box? Is that all you got? But anyway, this jack-in-the-box went straight to jail. That's Stranger Than Fiction. Good morning. Good morning. Happy Wednesday. Hope you are having a great one so far. You've heard of ChatGPT, and people are using it, and some of those people are kids. Yeah, there is a viral story going around the internets right now about a kid using ChatGPT. It may be fake, it may be not. I do not know. If it's real, then it's, yeah, the, 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 there's definitely cause for concern because some guy has tweeted a photo after his cousin in seventh grade used ChatGPT to cheat on his book report. It was the 1989 novel The Joy Luck Club, and the whole report was written out by hand. Yeah, old-fashioned handwriting. Yeah. The first clue, a kid, uh, the first clue is the kid didn't write it Yeah, it, it, uh, okay, I got you. One of the reasons th- that people are skeptical of whether or not uh, this kid wrote it is because he used the word poignant, and that would be too big of a word for a seventh grader. Not necessarily. I mean, if you're getting out of ChatGPT. Anyway, there's even more obvious clues in that same paragraph. Even though he copied it by hand, he forgot to remove the disclaimer at the end that ChatGPT adds to everything. So literally, he wrote out his book report by hand, and in the very last paragraph, it says... As an AI language model, I don't have personal expectations or opinions. Okay, well, if this is true, this kid is very lazy and not very much of a critical thinker because he literally copied it word for word like he was reading a teleprompter like he was Ron Burgundy or something. I'm Ron Burgundy? Uh, This is the Ike Wingate Show. Good morning. Ever caught someone doing a good job? Tell us about it. Well, this is a feel-good story, no doubt about it. Chuk is an Asian elephant living in Cambodia. Yeah, Chuk lost his foot on a poacher's snare, but has been given a new prosthetic, allowing him to walk, swim, and run again. Yeah, literally, it's an elephant leg. This is Cam Whitnall, who runs the Paradise Wildlife Park and Big Cat Sanctuary on Chuk's 44-pound prosthetic foot. Take a listen. This here is a prosthetic foot and we're about to go put it on Chook, the Asian elephant. Chook sadly lost his foot to a snare when he was young. So the team provide him a prosthetic foot every six months. First, they clean it to reduce any infections and sores and the foot goes on, which is made from recycled tires and plastics. And this is all done through positive reinforcement training. He's given a juicy coconut as a reward, and now he's able to walk, run, and swim freely without any pain. Way to go, Chook. You got your leg, my friend. Did they say they gave him a juicy Coke? Is that what I said? It sounded like it. Anyway, uh, cool story out there that uh, the life of this elephant drastically changed because some people were innovative. So congratulations, Chook. Good morning. Your headlines. The initial briefings justifying or opposing the suspension of the Arkansas Learns Act were made to the state's Supreme Court yesterday morning. The question before the court is if it should uphold the current temporary restraining order blocking the Learns Act implementation that was granted two weeks ago by Pulaski County Circuit Court Judge Herbert Wright. The group who sought the restraining order claimed the Arkansas General Assembly didn't properly follow legislator procedure in approving the act with an emergency clause, which would have put it into immediate effect. The group argued that a separate vote as required by the state constitution for the Emergency Act status, but that it was not taken. 
The judge agreed with the opponent's position, putting the implementation of the act on hold, and this in turn stopped an in-progress transition of the Marvell Elaine School District to be taken over by the Friendship Education Foundation. Lawyers for both sides have until 9 a.m. this morning to submit briefings in response to their opposite's Tuesday filing. And the Missouri Attorney General is urging lawmakers to pass legislation cracking down on the fentanyl crisis. A.G. Bailey joined 22 other states, including Arkansas, Iowa, and Kentucky, urging the U.S. Senate to pass the HALT Fentanyl Act. If the proposal becomes law, it would permanently classify fentanyl as Schedule 1 of the Controlled Substances Act. This would make it a crime to possess, distribute, or manufacture the drug. The HALT Fentanyl Act passed the House. Now it goes to the Senate. And this Friday starts free fishing weekend in Arkansas. It's a chance for anyone to get out and be an angler without needing to get a fishing license. Annual hatchery fishing derbies are planned throughout the weekend across the state. According to the AGFC site, the weekend presents an excellent opportunity for people to try fishing for the first time or maybe try a new form of fishing without having to invest in an Arkansas fishing license or trout stamp. Those are your headlines. Good morning. Good morning to you. Hope you're having a great Wednesday this weekend. Lots going on with the Ice Cream Social in the Berryville Square. Check out kthsradio.com for info on that. Want to say thank you to our sponsors, Thurman and Flanagan, attorneys at law, online at ozarkjustice.com or give them a call 479-253-1234. Summertime is a time for road trips from time to time for many people around the country and What's your go-to snack when you're out there? A new poll is looking at this subject and found most of us give ourselves a free pass to eat whatever we want when we're on the road. Is that not the case? I mean, it's convenience as well, and there's just not a lot of healthy options on the side of the road. The most popular options, of course, are junk food. you got to have junk food uh, when you're on the road. Uh, Healthier options, uh, there were a few that made it. The top road trip snacks are chips, chocolate, cookies, nuts or seeds, candy, and then fruit. Somebody snuck some fruit in there and granola bars. Here's a few more road trip stats for you. Our favorite things about a road trip are the snacks, the conversations, and the stops along the way. Sounds like a lemonade commercial. Uh, The average person says that ideally they'd like to stop for more snacks every three hours or so. Literally, you eat all... I mean, we end up with a bunch of snacks that are eaten a little bit, but it, I mean, it, it, I don't know. It doesn't seem like we ever really fully eat one snack. We just have a bunch of snacks that a little bit are eaten out of the bag. I don't know. Anyway, all right. 44% think it's unacceptable to say no eating in the car on a road trip. Come on. Close to two-thirds of those people say if that was the case, they wouldn't even go. Yeah, but what if they're your kids and they make a huge mess? But uh, I get it. On a road trip, the rules are the rules are out. I know. The number one road trip rule that most... Uh, that that uh, must be enforced is everyone has to use the bathroom before you leave. Got to be a rule, right? Forty. Uh, let's see, uh, 38% of us would rather drive somewhere than fly. 35% of people said that flying is the best way to travel. 18% think that trains are. Really? Okay. The top road trips that Americans want to go on, a cross-country trip, a drive up and down the east or west coast, a trip around the Great Lakes, or a road trip through the South. That's according to a new poll from SWNS. Happy road tripping out there. Good morning. 
Hey, I want to tell you about another podcast I'm doing, one that is shining a light in the dark corners of our media, our government, and our culture. It's the Ike Wingate Show. You can find it at IkeWingate.com. Please subscribe to it, listen to it. It's a longer form, unfiltered podcast that delves deep into the issues that are happening in our culture. So check it out, please. Hey, thanks for checking out the Ike Wingate Morning Show podcast. It's an honor to know you've been listening and hanging out with us. We know you got choices, and believe me, we appreciate that you made this choice. We'd love to spread the word. We need your help with that. Leave us a review, rate us, whatever you can, because that'll help spread the word on the show. You want to contact us, hit us up, show at IkeWingate.com. We're on Insta. We're on Twitter, we're on Facebook, we're everywhere. Just type in the Ike Wingate Show. Have a great day.